Wash your hands and keep it clean. You gotta wash your hands and keep it clean. We'll flatten that curve while we're quarantined. It feels absurd, but just you wait and see. Cover your cough and if you sneeze, and then you wash your hands and keep it clean. That's right. Wash your hands, everybody. Welcome back to the Saturday. I know it's a Thursday we're recording, but welcome back to our Saturday Thrive Subscribe series, um, COVID-19 Practice Pearls. I'm Suzanne Feeney, and I'm really happy to be back again with all of you this week to record our Saturday episode. Um, so for those Thrive Subscribe listeners who are out there and have joined us each week over the past two and a half months, um, we've been really fortunate enough to hear best practices from around the country by partnering with CPSN USA to bring you this special education podcast series. Um, and so we're focusing on community pharmacy practice, and we're focusing on what that looks like now during this uh, pandemic, which is here for the long haul. So today, um, our guest hosts, Ashley Branham and Joe Moose, um, I've been fortunate to bring on guest Kurt Proctor. And we know Kurt is a pharmacist and also um, has some, some important roles with the National Community Pharmacy Association. So he's Senior Vice President of Strategic Initiative and also President of the NCPA Innovation Center. Um, we've all seen the NCPA team has partnered nationally and really has just done a great and, and speedy job um, sharing information to community, community pharmacy teams through their coronavirus information center. And personally, I remember uh, the first webinar, I think it was right when everything hit with uh, testing and Amina, and I think one of her um, colleagues was on and, and Kurt, just kudos to all of you because that was such an informative um, webinar and uh, got a lot of information. So we're here today to talk about um, the tools and resources that are available to all of you. And um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over both to um, Ashley and Joe. And, and thanks so much for being here with us today. We, we all really look forward to learning uh, more about this. Thank you, Suzanne. Appreciate you uh, uh, having us as always. Uh, and and like always, uh, you guys that are on with us live, please type any questions that you have in, in the question section um, or in the chat section, and we will be monitoring that uh, throughout the throughout our time with Kurt. We are excited to have have Kurt on. I, I tell you, I, I've been just kind of blown away by. Uh, how quickly NCPA jumped on this and started providing resources uh, to us uh, about COVID from the beginning. And, and they communicated with CPSN from, from about day one of it happening, asking, you know, how, how can we partner in this? You know, what resources do you guys need? What resources do our pharmacies need out there? So um, I, I just, I, I open up those NCPA emails religiously now since since COVID just because they're they're always full of of good webinars as well as just resources that, that I find very practical as a pharmacy owner out there. So Kurt, um, pass along to the to the leadership team at NCPA that that uh, we appreciate them being on top of that during during COVID. Hey thank you um, Jim. Uh, I'm joined today with uh, with my colleague and, and co-host Ashley Bram. Ashley, hey, good afternoon, everybody. Even though it's the afternoon, I'm still on my coffee hour. It's been a busy day today, and glad for the chance to sit down and and learn so much from Kurt. We we felt like today 
was going to be an important day to, to just level set on some of the work that NCPA is doing. We know many uh, of our listeners um, are community pharmacy owners or actively involved in the management of their community pharmacy. And so, um, you know, as Joe mentioned, they've NCPA team has been working around the clock to provide resources and we want the chance to share or at least have Kurt share what some of those resources are because they'll likely impact your day-to-day operations. Um, and so we're excited to have um, that discussion as well as, um, you know, hopefully Kurt can walk us through some of the high-level advocacy issues that that's surrounding COVID-19, surrounding um, how this affects our practices and, um, and let us know kind of how MCPA is actively involved in, in, in some of those, um, as well as kind of give us an idea of what to expect, you know, down the pipeline from MCPA. So, um, so Kurt, thank you for taking some time to spend with us and, and our listeners. And um, if you are um, live today, we, we do encourage you to, um, you know, ask your questions. Kurt's here as a resource, and, and if there are specific needs um, that you're having that you may not see that's addressed yet or particular questions around a, a topic area that's affecting your practice, please type that in. We want to make sure we, we get that out and, and start working on solutions for you. That's what this is about, is, is networking with one another when we don't have the chance to um, to, to interact and um I think we all have to think about ways we're doing things. I just got the notice that the Boston Marathon's canceled this year, but they're doing a virtual marathon, you know? And so everybody's impacted by this. Everybody's changing the way they're doing things. And so um, ask those questions if you're finding particular challenges in your pharmacy. Fantastic. Well, Kurt, um, can you just kind of give us a, a uh, generally describe how NCPA is handling COVID and, and what strategies as an organization y'all have put in place and, and, and sort of restructuring of your priorities and, and things that are going on uh, that you had to maybe projects you had to put on the side burner if you did because of, because of COVID. Yeah. Thanks Joe. And, th- and thanks Ashley. Uh, great to talk to you guys. Um, it, I think, I mean, we did pretty quickly decide that, you know, we needed to have a resource center dedicated specifically to the coronavirus and COVID-19 and, and all the, you know, issues that would, would come along with that to help our members uh, as they were dealing with it. And um, it, it also was pretty quickly obvious how that this was really going to impact all parts of our organization, and we needed to... Um, stay in touch with each other, especially as we started to transition to um, many of us working from home, not everybody, uh, we've got optional work from home, but um, many are doing that. And so we've, we've got twice a week regular calls with you know big chunk of the staff um, that are all touching this on a regular basis to share what we've learned, what each are doing, what's, what's coming, what we need, what do our members need, what do we need to be uh, helping them with. You know, and that, that really kicked off early with a, a great, you know, webinar um, for our members. We, one evening, we had our president, Brian Caswell, our CEO, Doug Hoy, and, and many members of the NCPA team on that call. And, and you know, the response we got to that webinar was really, it really set the tone for what we needed to do. You know, it was, it was very well attended. We 
we're getting questions as we all do all the time. So we started to get a sense of, you know, what was happening and what our members needed. And so um, that's how we're organized. We, I, I, I don't think we've really uh, dropped the ball on other things that we're doing as much. Um, we've got great team members that are, are keeping some of the regular activities going. Obviously, we're still planning for our convention in October and, and you know, other activities of the association continue, but there is you know, such a huge focus on our members um, dealing with, you know, the COVID-19 that's, that's hitting their community. Kurt, just to, just to paint the picture for you, that first webinar that you were sharing, um, we, we had a staff meeting of our leaders that that afternoon and um, it was about an hour to two hour staff meeting as we were preparing and we kind of put our decision making on hold and everybody joined that webinar and was just kind of you know we looked to ncpa and the folks that were presenting on that webinar for our next steps even in our own pharmacies and so we really appreciated that guidance because we weren't sure you know how how aggressive we needed to be and that really set the tone for uh, real practical operations in our pharmacy so uh, we appreciate yeah, I, that. I will echo that. I mean, I think as community pharmacy owners, we we very much uh, look to your organization to, to help filter out, you know, uh, the fake news from the real news and, and what's going on out there um, in a lot of fronts, you know, politically as well as, as practically. But I think that, that that came across as very timely and practical from our pharmacies to let us know, hey, this is this is real. We need to be doing something, and, and here's what that something looks like. Oh, that's great. Yeah, um, yeah, that was the intent. We wanted to get a feel for folks, we wanted to let them know what's going on, and and you know, one of our roles is is to sort through you know all the different regulations and laws and and the things that happen, and and you know, make it practical, let members know what they need to do um, and from whatever new things. And it's been so dynamic and there's been so many changes of things from one day to the next that, you know, I've certainly gotten the habit um, as Suzanne kicked this one off of talking about what day it is, uh, you know, we're recording something um, I make sure we say what day it is too, because it may be different two days later or an hour later. So this morning, um, I, I happened to be on a call with um, the CPESN Florida network, and um, it was with the, the leadership of that network, Kurt, and um, we were they were talking about some future opportunities that were coming down the pipeline and particularly that would impact their pharmacies. And um, one of the leaders spoke up and said, um, you know, that they referred to the recording that you and Mary Stoner um, did on um, enrolling in Medicare and um, kind of the process to clean up from roster billing um, to the correct designation in order to be able to be prepared for some of the reimbursement opportunities. And they said they, they specifically pulled up that recording, watched the video, and on another screen applied for um, the, the correct designation in their Part B. Um, so 
I, I want to let you know that um, there are members out there that are, are listening and watching, but not everybody knows that some of these jewels are on your website. And um, um, I was wondering if maybe you could touch on some of these really, really practical resources um, that you have available on the NCPA website. Yeah, I'd be happy to. And, and, you know, as I look at it, I'm, you know, amazed at the collection of, of what's there. And, you know, what you talked about, you know, that session with Mary, you know, it's a, it's a great example. Um, you know, we identified a need to talk about pharmacies enrolling in Medicare Part B and, and reminders about CLIA certificates of waiver on which we had recorded a video earlier in terms of how to uh, apply for that. And we learned a little more and had to re-record that one. Uh, you know, we got that video with Mary out so quickly, and, and then we had a curveball thrown to us about registering as a lab, which is something that from Medicare Part B that, that pharmacies had never done. Um, and we were quickly able to you know, up, get an update for that, explain that to the members and, and got that out, you know, as soon as we could. You know, we've been so lucky to have experts like Mary and Alan and Scotty Sykes. We just recorded something on the, um, the Paycheck Protection Program yesterday that, that you know, we had a live webinar yesterday and we've got it posted last night. Um, we've had health and employment law attorneys, Jeff Baird and Brad Howard. You mentioned Amina and her team uh, who joined us on a testing webinar. And, and the timing of some of these has really been incredible. Just as um, new information had been released, we were able to uh, incorporate that into the webinars that we were planning and, and, and get that information out. Um, you know, we tried, it's, there's just so many different topics that affect, you know, an independent pharmacy owner in particular, and um, and many things that affect all all of pharmacy. Uh, you know, one of my favorite videos we did was the town hall where we had 13 member owners talking about all the different types of issues that they were and how they were dealing with them, and we ended up having to to divide that one into two parts because they had so much good stuff to say and. We had our front end guru, as I call him, Gabe Trahan was on that one with me. And, and you know, he's been really helpful to members in, in you know, store modifications, product sourcing. Um, he's got some new, uh, we're doing something with RangeMe, rangeme.com, uh, in terms of finding product sourcing, finding new suppliers. And so we've got some Gabe picks on that site, uh, helping members with that. If you think about it, and hopefully we've organized our website well, we're always, you know, very much open to um, feedback and how we can make things easier. But um, we've divided the resource up to focus on. We've got six big categories. Of course, the the latest and greatest stuffs at the top and the webinars. But if you if you get into the the guts of it, we we broke it down into uh, you know employers and owners and talking there about keeping stores safe for patients and employees and new processes, dealing with sick employees and even sick owners. Um, you know, what are the HR requirements, making, helping folks make sure they're following what they need to be doing that. And now we'll see some of that right, is transitioning into, quote, reopening issues. Of course, for lots of, most of our members, they're not technically reopening, they've been open, but they've been operating differently. And as, as they move towards you know, maybe unlocking the front door and letting patients back in or, you know, whatever their circumstance is, how they've been operating, what they're changing to. Um, you know, there's those kinds of same issues. Uh, dealing with employees that 
that aren't comfortable coming back? And what are your obligations to them? Um, yeah, these are the kind of things that we've had webinars and, and been focused on. And of course, in that same employers and owner category are things like the financial assistance for pharmacies. Um, that Again, I mentioned the Paycheck Protection Program from the CARES Act that NCPA worked so hard advocating um, for small businesses and and we've helped you know that that's been our most popular webinar the biggest attendance we had most registrants um and again we just had a follow-up on that just yesterday um, how much of this is open to non-members and how much is is do you have to be a member to have access to yeah well yeah we made a decision pretty early that you know this was important to, um for everybody, and that, uh, and I think many folks have done the same. And so, it, it you don't have it's right on the front page of the website. You can click right to it. You don't have to log in. Um, uh, if you haven't been to the NCPA website for for a while, we we redid it, and it, it's pretty sharp and good looking, um, a little more modern. And uh, but it's it's a, stuff's available to everybody. Um, uh, so. Other categories, there's the pharmacy practice category, things like PPE and compounding and, and, and the issues that, that our compounding members um, have faced. And of course, testing. You know, testing is just a, a huge, huge topic. We've even, you know, we've developed an entire package on testing information and resources. And, and you know, we've seen so many uh, offers to our members about tests that are FDA approved or what have you. And we all know that's not that's not legitimate. FDA is not approving tests at best. They're authorizing tests, and um, there's not too many that are authorized yet. Only four, as of right now, that are authorized for um, uh, clear wave pharmacies to test. So that's something we're really trying to get that information to our members so that they're not um, buying something that may never see the light of day from the from the from the FDA's perspective. And, um, I, I think that's that's really critical. And uh, other so, so that website ahead. address that website address is ncpa.org. Is that correct? Right, that's our home. That's our home address. That you'll find uh, under the resources tab is the coronavirus information. It's coronavirus hyphen information. So ncpa.org coronavirus dot <laughs> coronavirus hyphen information gets you straight to that page, and and usually it's. Uh, on the front with a little pop-up because it's been such an such a popular part of our website. We want to help people find it directly, and you know things like LTC. You know, a lot of our members involved with LTC, and so we've and medical home, and we've got resources focused there. We've got a great photo gallery uh, from from pharmacies across the country in terms of what they were doing uh, in their stores that I think folks find interesting and information to share with their patients. Uh, it's, yeah. I, I just want to emphasize um, to the listeners that this is this information is really really rich information. So it's not, um, you know, a typical you know um, forms that don't change or um, something you can print off that's general knowledge. They get into specific details, like you know when you're when you're looking at how to apply for your CLIA waiver, they actually get on and go step by step on how to fill out the application. The same with Medicare um, Part B, um, the Paycheck Protection Program, which if you listen to this show, we had 
speakers, Alan and Scotty Sykes, on on our show um, a few um, a few weeks ago, and now they're they're back with an update on even more specific information. So that th- there's very very rich information that I think you will gather. Um, it's timely information, but also uh, some real key details. So please make sure you get a chance to um, to to listen to those. I know I'm gonna as soon as we finish here, I'm gonna listen to that updated PPP program. Um, one as well. Any, um, can you give the listeners today any sneak peek of maybe what content may be coming on the horizon? Uh, well, it, it frankly, it comes together pretty quickly. So we actually, um, uh, the, the only one that we have planned right now um, is something folks, we want to get back to, and Amina and her team did a good job with this. We, we want to we're going to get a little clinical, which is not something we do very often, but uh, I think we're going to record something um, that focuses on you know, some of the basic clinical uh, aspects of all of this, as, as well as the testing. And, and so that you, know, you need to understand some of the, the clinical activity um, and how, how all this works to understand what the testing is testing for and how that works. And, and um, so we're talking with uh, Michael Klepser from Ferris State University College of Pharmacy, go Bulldogs. Yes, I graduated from there. Um, uh, that is going to do that with Hannah Fish and, and talk about some of that. So that's that's the next one we have, have planned. But quite honestly, the these come together very quickly. And, and, and that's what I think makes them so timely is, okay, what's happening right now? What just happened that we've got to uh, break down and explain what the impact of is for for our members and for pharmacies. And and so I may have a different answer to that in an hour if, if something happens. And I, mean, I know there's things moving through that's still related to the Paycheck Protection Program and the 75-25 split that's part of that that's moving through the House right now and expected to move through the Senate. And um, so I could see us needing to update that again probably as early as next week. So uh, we're trying to keep a date on everything so people know know when it was current and, and uh, take stuff down that's not current and update for me. And as you mentioned, if you've downloaded something from us, there may be a, a new version of it since the last time you saw it. Yeah, right quickly, and, and we're coming up on the the end of our time, but but advocacy wise, I, I know that you know there have been some announcements out there uh, by CMS and uh, and the president that were inclusive to to community based pharmacies. That, and uh, I think we've got a lot of opportunity. What what advocacy wise it, uh, is happening that that would uh, kind of pertain to to COVID and to pertain to our listeners. Yeah, so I, I do want to say that, you know, not even COVID is going to knock us off the priority of DIR, right? Um, uh, we, we've had calls, even uh, last week, we had a call with HHS with some high-level folks, and we were talking about testing, and, and Doug Hoy, you know, emphasized the importance of DIR, and the need for a fix is so critical to the infrastructure that this country's relying on at this time, and, and uh you know, last time I saw, we had about 114 members of Congress that were asking DIR relief for pharmacies. So, and that you know, that's in no small part of the pharmacists that have engaged with our Fight for RX program and gotten their consumers to write and and express um, you know concerns about DIR and, and the importance of of keeping the, the infrastructure 
of uh, community pharmacy well in place. Um, you know, the, the CARES Act, we talked about the CARES Act, and, and you know, that was really a big win with the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, right now, we're working hard with other business groups for liability protections um, to prevent frivolous lawsuits being brought against our members. I mean, that's a really important thing. Um, you know, among pharmacy organizations, you know, we're fairly unique in terms of, you know, that, we've, that we're focused not only on the traditional pharmacy aspects of this, but also the, the small business things. And so we know that's really important. And, you know, there's a lot of great stuff going on in collaboration with other pharmacy organizations. Um, JCPP, the Joint Commission of Pharmacy Practitioners, the Pharmacy HIT Collaborative that focuses on a lot of the IT issues. Um, you know, there's small working groups across multiple associations focused on specific topics um, like NASPA and APHA and us thinking ahead to, you know, when a COVID vaccine comes out and, you know, is that going to be an H1N1-like uh, scenario from 2009 where the health departments are controlling everything and, and we need to make sure the pharmacy is well positioned for that. Um, yeah, there's always the operational issues and uh, that folks had to do like signature log requirements and, you know, all of those things. So there, it, it's quite a breadth of, of issues from the advocacy team side. Uh, you know, we work really well with NASP and the state pharmacy associations on issues that are, that are state related. And, and, um, it's, it's really an incredible breadth of activity and depth of activity and I appreciate you know the kind comments that you've made about our activity to this date we hope to keep it up i am seeing a lot of questions on um, some chat rooms and things like that around or message boards around when is it time to to start back getting the captured signatures from patients so it's, it's good that you're addressing that and it sounds like your team is on that as well so we look for more guidance specifically on that issue um, and when when is the right time to start reintroducing that so um you know put that on your follow-up too because i know a lot of people are struggling with when when the right time is for for something like that so kurt are we going to see you on stage on october 17th in nashville tennessee with your guitar with my what my guitar no. Your guitar? No. no. No, I uh, So will we see you in Nashville at the annual meeting? I cer I certainly hope so. I mean that's certainly what we're planning for, right? It it's uh it's hard to know for sure. We're focused on, you know, we're well into planning the education. Um opening up our registration's been delayed a little bit because of the hotels that have been closed and that kind of activity. So, you know, we're we're working with them and trying to get all that in place, but um, you know, we're absolutely planning on it. And, and, you know, with a lot of folks having not been able to, to go to their wholesalers um, summer show, um, you know, we think the NCPA annual convention is you know, going to be big this year and, and really important and a great chance for, for folks to get together and, and uh, you know, network and exchange stuff. And, and we're certainly planning a, a great education program, we believe. Uh, kind of along the lines of how do I get paid for this stuff is kind of the theme that that the education team is working with as we talk about the new opportunities that that are coming and, and we, that we think more members will be interested in around the point of care testing and obviously vaccinations and immunizations and, and all these things. And, and, you know, the question that 
any good owner is going to ask is, okay, how do I get paid for this stuff? So we're keeping a, the, that theme in mind as, as we're developing the programming for, for that meeting. Thank you so much, Kurt, for being here today. Um, I just want to remind our listeners too, if, um, if you're able to go to ncpa.org um, resources and coronavirus information, um, you will find all of the, the resources that Kurt talked about today. Um, and, and I encourage you to do so because I guarantee you there's something in there that you're gonna learn that you didn't know. Um, um, really good resources there. Kurt, again, thank you for your time today. We appreciate you um, and all the work that you and your team is doing pretty much around the clock right now um, to keeping us with, with guidance tools. Remember, we're uh, we're leaning on you for um, a lot of guidance and direction, and, and, and we appreciate that so much. The Thrive Subscribe podcast is brought to you by Thrive Pharmacy Transformations. Visit us online at tptransformations.com, where you can join our free community to inspire you, challenge you, and transform your pharmacy practice.